That's correct. On your best mix of music, 90.4 Cabal FM. Good evening. Or is it good morning <laughs> or wherever you're listening from? Welcome to the Legal Insider show that mainly focuses on the many, uh, I don't know, is a word myriads uh, of, issues, myriad. Myriad of issues affecting the Kenyan community at large. Uh, also, uh, so many other things. Of course, uh, of course, my, uh, my friend, my brother, uh, from another mother, he's called Nick Ndeda. He's uh, an entrepreneur. He's an advocate of the High Court. He's a brother. He's a mover of goods. Uh, oh, yes, I <laughs> things. I'm, I'm so happy today you have no new career choice for me. That's, that's very encouraging. I was going to say something for you. He's also a radio presenter now. Ah, <laughs> So Charles, Caribbean, Caribbean. Uh, of course, of course. I, I am, I am. And uh, if you've just tuned in, it's your first time. Of course, Nick Ndeda has been the advocate of the High Court for the last uh, 12 years plus. He's been in the trenches. So 12 years, don't think at Kidogo. Trenches for 12 years is such a I long I feel like you're announcing my age, but okay. Uh, Nick is only 22 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, I was admitted at 10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Nick. How has been your week, brother, man? The week has been weaking. Uh, it's been a good week, though. Uh, it's been a week. And of course, uh, we have to say this, uh, having uh, also lost uh, somebody who we've known for many years, mm, uh, a brother mm. also, um, Sean Cardovelis. Yeah, he's a, he was a hero to me. Uh, a hero to many of us. Night, yeah. When I was a youth, he was the biggest deal in sports, you know. Yeah. From know. when he was playing to yes. subsequent. And yes. I think it's, it's going to stay with us for a long time. For those me. who are yeah. intimately involved in the sporting world. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. And uh, R.I.P. Uh, Sean, and uh, we'll have the opportunity also to, 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 to speak about him. Uh, later, but of course, it's all about legal issues. And uh, if you just tuned in, uh, let us know. Nick, give us those numbers so that uh, the listener can ask you questions. Wow. Okay, zero seven. Sorry, the Sean thing. Zero seven zero one nine eight four nine eight four. Hashtag legal insider. Hashtag quick one wakili. Quick one wakili. What is it about? Uh, criminal justice, small claims court, artificial intelligence, content creation, auctioneers, registration of services, jurisdiction of the courts, and all those things. Nick Good and grief. I, yeah, we've, okay. we've covered like, so much by that. Let me write a list. Yes, we've covered so much. <laughs> but uh, Nick, people have actually been yeah. calling in, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and and they've been asking a lot mm. of questions, and, and uh, we need to play some of. Uh, uh, to listen to them because they're like, yeah, the show is like it's long it. overdue. It's yeah. Long, yeah, it's long we, overdue. We need, we, so need to, we need to get to those as yeah, well. Yeah, we need to get to those ones. Yeah. But uh, you said your week has been okay, Nick? You've been busy also. It's been a bittersweet week. Uh, many victories uh, in the courts, mm-hmm. significant victories as well. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, I took the bitter and the sweet. Yes. The strong thing. So, yes. And, uh, I guess you can't always get. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to give. All right. Yeah. Okay, let's get on with it. Uh, mm. let's and, get into uh, it. Yes, let's get into it. And uh, there's somebody here. Uh, let's listen to uh, this lady. Mm. And uh, she has something actually to ask you. Uh, Nick, uh, let's do this. Um, no, no, not that one. Beg your pardon. Beg your pardon. <laughs> The salary comes in at the 27th sometimes. Uh, very long delays where I work. They tend to be maybe three weeks late with payment. And I wanted to know from your expertise if this if this is legal, really. It's a bit much. Oh, okay. There we go. Oh. Salary delays and all that. So how would you how do you handle this one? Yeah. Hmm? 
well, every, mm. everything to do with uh, salaries and remuneration for work done mm-hmm. under a contract of employment yes. requires the employer and the employee to understand each other. You need a separate agreement or an amendment of the employment contract so that if the salary is going to delay, the employer is obligated by law to mm-hmm. pay you when you're supposed to be paid as per contract. Usually as per contract, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, the, I the like guys who yeah. are paid, you know, quarterly, annually, in advance, on completion, you know. Yes. Depends on the contract. But they have to pay you when your, pay, uh, your salary or remuneration is due. Yes. So if there's going to be any delay in that payment, it requires the employee to acquiesce to that. Acquiesce what? Sir? To agree, agree to that. Yes. Acquiesce. <laughs> <laughs> Good word. Yes. So they have to agree to that. Yes. And of course in writing, like I keep saying, yes. keep receipts. So an email, a communique, a memo, an internal memo where staff are given an opportunity to voice their concerns mm-hmm. or to give their feedback. Yes. Of course an employer can't force you to accept a salary delay. Yes. Or even a salary cut for that matter. You know, that it budget, happened yeah. a lot during COVID and even now, even now because yes. most businesses are struggling. Yes. It, it we might not be wearing masks, but business is not back to where it was. Not yet, yeah. So yeah, so the employee has to agree to those changes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with telling your staff, uh, when this contract is paid for, I'll, I'll pay all your dues, but I need two months. If the staff say yes, well and good. If they say no, then they have the options of resigning, declaring a constructive dismissal, which is if I can't afford, if I can't afford to come to work, then I don't come to work, mm-hmm. and then you fire me. Oh, or you say if you can't come, we can't retain you. Have you not fired me already? But yet, at the same time, I cannot it's, come it, because, because you've not you not paid, paid me. So you constructively yeah. dismissed me from service because judge. Yes, yes. How would I come? Mm. And of course, this then opens up the whole court process and where they can get up to twelve months, uh, their final salary in damages so there's options available now the challenge i'd foresee now from what you're seeing in the in the practice then where will you go mm-hmm. most of our clients are having that challenge find they understand their rights they're supposed to be paid for work done the salary is due no problem with all that but now if i quit mm-hmm. if i claim constructive dismissal who's hiring oh my goodness yeah so i drop our key by yours <laughs> if you, if you haven't, think about it that way if you haven't paid me in six months you still owe me six months salary yeah. but if I quit at month two fine I have the old argument for constructive dismissal and all that what, what about the issues that also in the contract okay mm-hmm. the contract says you have to be paid by uh, as she says you have to, you, you're going to be paid by the by Fifth this day, date first day, yeah, first day yeah, yeah. Yes, and it's yeah. fine it's, it's that, already that, there that's a contract that's, that's a contract yeah, yeah and, and and the company has there, no there's money there's something I described as a, as a as a Firic victory as what? A Firic Okay. It's where you win, but at what cost? The cost of victory is so high at So you, you've come oh. to Nick, you've said they've not paid me for two months, three months. I say, okay, fine. Legally, good grounds, we can sue. You will win. Fine, you, you might actually win a year and a half from now. Uh, oh. Or two years oh. from now. Oh. Oh. Now, if oh. you've quit at month two, three, and no one is hiring, what are you eating for the next year before your victory comes in? That's a very, very difficult that's situation. Catch 22, catch that's a 22. painful thing yeah. about the reality of the law. Yeah. You see, the law as structured, as written, is spot on. Yeah. Pure perfection. Mm-hmm. 
but then the reality kwa ground what happens well and that's a challenge that's a challenge. So you'll advise someone legally this yeah but realistically are you ready to be in court with us for two years so what year? so what would you advise what are now or just wait or chill or do I pick up my phone and call Nick Ndeda first always <laughs> call Nick Ndeda with yes. no fear yes nitakuwa na mawaidha second am I advising them as a person or as an advocate ah because as a person actually bro it's tricky if you can get another job first then da 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 even as an advocate likely along the same lines I'll tell you all your rights yes. the possibility of winning yeah. the structure what you have to prove what you have to reduce before court mm-hmm. I'll tell you all these things and the risks because Pietrinas are lose yes. well, I don't but we can lose yeah you know so that conversation and you have to weigh the law says this but in reality I have a mortgage I have school fees yeah. to pay yes. mama yes. fuando willing back na balance yake yeah. my nani kuna mambo yake you know this this reality you are dealing with yeah. yeah so you have to really balance and you can't discount the value of having somewhere to go in the morning Wow. No covid came with so much joblessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you come to even as you're going somewhere. Even as your capital FM it actually affected us big I'm time. Sure it affected so many media houses so, were so, yeah, but all pe- the media houses. People left from print to yeah, radio to tele everywhere. Yeah. So that value of waking up and going somewhere as a human being, hmm. having a sense of purpose. Yeah. Because it said that you wake up and go somewhere where you are accruing a debt which are going to be paid you know a credit utalipo <laughs> or you wake up and chill at home where you are accruing a debt <laughs> a debt yeah <laughs> at the office you are accruing a credit yeah someone owes you but in your house landlord oh yeah is busy oiling your yeah. tricycle padlock yeah. and your roro and it's singing a mekosa you know it's oiling and it's just waiting for you <laughs> ah okay so you have to weigh those things thank you so know. much nicolas for that okay we're taking a short Who's break nicolas? i mean nick sorry sorry it's nick it's nick. nick don't subi and if you subi you'll, you'll be my lawyer so my self and i have to win exactly. i can't lose you can't the lose. dilemma exactly. <laughs> oh, thank you nick for that one. okay my dear i hope uh, you got the answer we'll take a short break and we'll come back and uh, we'll take more calls and um, gather me nick give us those numbers 0701984984 hashtag legal inside hashtag quick one wakili it <laughs> continues continues for that one <laughs> 98.4 Capital FM. Uh, welcome once again. It is the Legal Insider with me, Charles Kerry, and of course my celebrity lawyer, <laughs> who's a farmer. He's to an entrepreneur. Okay. I think very soon he's going to start a football team. Uh, Nick Ndeda. Maybe rugby. <laughs> I have you know, rugby. You're a rugby yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> of starting a rugby team in Ocha. Ngumi Moja. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> But when you, when you do so, bring up Capital Ngumi Moja RFC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And of course uh, yeah. this uh evening uh whatever you're listening from all over the world because we were capitalfm.co.ke we we're just taking uh um people who actually called in and asked questions and they want Nick uh Ndeda to answer questions that are very pertinent uh, to them. And mm-hmm. I use the word myriad and uh Okay, let's check this one Nick. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Nick was born ready. Let's do with this one. Let's see what's happening here. Uh, as described uh, on my job description, I worked for three months and this company simply refused to pay me, not only me, but a bunch of people that we were working uh, for this particular project for like a period of three months. And the reason was because um, we reached out to the client because 
they were taking so long to pay us and they were not giving us a, a, a reason as to why. So we reached out to the client and the client said they paid immediately when the project ended. So on the note that they realized that we reached out to the client, they simply called everyone uh, by name. So we went to their offices, they had a whole register, they called out everyone's name, they paid them. Wow. Okay. They paid them, but she didn't get paid. How do you sort that one out, Nick? Naniki Sama, just be polite but firm. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> is that usually the case? When you, okay, when we, you, you, you're sitting across <laughs> this... Okay, Nick, I'll tell you, uh, as, uh-huh. as, as, uh, as, uh, as a thespian, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, in theatre and... When oh, man, it, I like that word, thespian. Yeah. Because I've done it's so infrequently it. used, I like it. It is, yeah, yeah, because we don't have them anymore. It's just actors, <laughs> yeah, actresses. Actors, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I use the word thespian. Yeah, I think keep using it. Yes, I will. I think it perfectly describes what you thank you, what sir. you've actually achieved in life. You're not, you're not an actor. Still achieving, actually. Oh, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. It's it's ongoing. It continues. Ah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> and uh, you, 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 you have situations where you, you meet, uh, you go, you do a play. You've agreed, okay, after these four, three days, you give me twenty five thousand board the guy rocks up and tells you i'm still waiting for the sponsors here's about 5k and the guy walks into the the famous one sunset, sunset. <laughs> <laughs> i should have seen that coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah he walks into the sunset he's like wait uh-huh. dude. the next day when you meet him it's those ones of ah dude you don't worry can you get a then yes that time you have school fees mama doesn't want to know she's mm. in the salon yeah. the old shoes are now in the bag what do you do nick what do you do a lady like this now Everybody is called. Nick is paid. So and so is paid. So and so is paid. Then you are told, Pesa uh, Meisha, because these were the main guys. Well, in a situation like this. Let's wait. Let's wait. Uh, to be fair, the caller didn't say Alemba Pesa Meisha. We need to get back to the contract that they had with this client. Yeah, right. The paying entity. Right. You may find certain clauses built. In, uh, built into that contract. Okay. Yeah, that require utmost confidentiality, non-disclosure, don't reach out to the client directly, right. that, those kind of restrictions. Mm-hmm. Where if you do, mm-hmm. then you violate the terms of the contract, mm-hmm. which then exposes you potentially mm-hmm. to actually a claim from the person from whom you are claiming to, to begin with. Oh. Yes. So we need first to go back to the contract and understand mm-hmm. what were the party's obligations and was this um, reaching out to the actual, you know, like the the back office, Munyekazi? Yeah. The client's client. Yeah. Was that contrary to the contract you had with this company mm-hmm. that engaged you to begin with? Yes. If that is yes, then they might have refused to pay you because then they want to lodge a claim against you. So hey. in anticipation of some set-off, uh-huh. they don't pay you yet. Why should I give you a 25k and I'm about to ask for a million from you? Because now I've lost EABL as a client. Or I've mm. lost KGO as a client. You mm. went to my client. Mm-hmm. Now they think I don't pay my talent. And now I don't have a client anymore. You've cost me a contract worth $1.3 million. Wow. With your one email. So when you come for your 25k, you pay me $1.3 million first. So sometimes when people are reacting to these delays, first the human aspect Maybe they've not even refused to pay you, Mechelel. 
they are waiting to receive it from someone from else. somewhere else, the, yeah. the content they got from you or the work you did was good enough for them yeah the company yes. that, that engaged you mm-hmm. they need their client to also approve it and yeah. then pay them Yes. So if the client doesn't approve it, maybe we are going back to shoot afresh. Or we're doing something else again. Right. So the contract is, has not been closed yet, technically. Yes. Client approval, then we come back to you. You violated our contract and gone round to the client. Yeah. Now the client has cancelled my contract. You owe me more than I owe you. Why am I paying you? Oh, okay. That's one aspect. Okay, now, why, let's yes. assume yeah. those circumstances don't exist then the company was completely wrong to not pay you and pay other people you did the, the which work. is what happened to her if you supplied your deliverables you met your deliverables then you should be paid without any cavil or delay so we can sue to make demand letter at alipa guess what so for her now. get a demand letter get a lawyer yeah get a lawyer first to look, first at, the contract to look at the contract and yes. see if you are exposed you know sometimes you can be pursuing your money and the risks outweigh the benefit, the potential benefit. Mm. You see, because the benefit is not guaranteed. They're still going to court. The court may agree with you or not. But the risk is live the instance you send out the demand letter. The risk being a counterclaim or a countersuit. Mm. So a good advocate might even sometimes tell you, Nyamazato, you you are so you messed up so badly, we're better off keeping quiet. Oh let's okay. not even ask for that money. Yeah. Because if we ask for it and they ask for their their share or they make a claim against you when do tapotes yeah mm. wow so sometimes it's better than keeping quiet but for, for sure start with an advocate to review their contract and your engagement with this other party so basically what you're saying is don't even uh i, I shouldn't even go to this particular person the company uh, yeah, to the yet. company yeah not yet. go to an advocate first and understand the mutuality of exposure yeah if the company is exposed more more often than not you're also exposed Okay. Companies and silly, they won't call everyone and pay everyone except you. Mm-hmm. They also have advisors. Someone told them that they're <laughs> potentially safe doing this. That should be like a warning, so like a red flag for you. Ask yourself, what is our contract? Did they step off it or not? Mm-hmm. There might be a big exposure for you than the company. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. we need to see the contract first. See the contract first. Yeah, maybe the company was right to not pay her. We don't know. Oh yeah, because uh, okay, yeah, be- I, I can understand that because also we've had situations where uh, there's been a lot of indiscipline, mm-hmm. not appearing for certain shows mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, I hope only Muliki. <laughs> <laughs> I know I missed one or two, uh, maybe three at most. No, no, we we are all we are all we are, we are, we are all guilty of that. When Nick, I can tell you that for a fact. But um, balance. How do you balance it? Because yeah, I probably missed it once or twice because maybe there was a storm. Uh, traffic was uh, horrendous because uh, the preso was passing with the uh, other preso. Oh, I, I felt sick or something, and I felt and I and I called in and I said mm-hmm. I can't do it. So can you get an understudy? Mm-hmm. Can you get Nick to sit in for me to do that? And Shahata, I can't sit in for Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we have situations see, like see, that. Here's yeah. the thing: if it's an ongoing engagement, like yeah. see how what we have here every Thursday, every Thursday, every Thursday. if yeah. it's one or two, yeah, for good reason, it's mm. understandable. Mm. But from what the caller said, to the limited time engagement, three months, I think. It yes, was, you see. So usually, when you have those limited time contracts, mm-hmm. the engagement usually when you have those limited time contracts. Mm-hmm. The engagement or your deliverables are so intensely built into that window mm-hmm. that if you miss one or two, there's no point in that contract. 
Correct. Yeah. You see. Mm. So brings us back to we need to see the contract. What were you supposed to do and did you do it? And did you do it as per the contract? And oh. having done it was you're going to the company's client. Yeah. Uh material violation of that contract giving rise to oh. a right to the company to not pay you. Material violation. I've not heard that word, yeah. Material, you can violate something small. Be here by 11, you wrote up at 11 or 3. Okay. It's okay. a minor, it's, it's, uh, you violated the contract, but it's, we can deal. Let's yeah. move. Okay. And then there's material violation, where now the contract becomes untenable. I see. Mm. Uh-huh. It, it, it can't be executed anymore. This is a material violation of the contract. Oh. You didn't even show up at all. Okay. You went to my client and but you know, I've lost the tender. So how am I paying you off work I don't okay, have? I don't have. Yes, exactly. That's a material violation of the contract. Oh, it's a question of uh, mm. dealing with stubbornness but not recklessness. Uh, I like that line. Uh, let's use that one. Yeah. Mm. Stubbornness and recklessness. That's why I always advocate for patience. Yeah. Mm? Let's do a letter first. Just to the to the company. Wow. Ask them about something. Call someone. You got the job. How? Pick your own party or Yeah. They give, give you that trooper so that connect. Ask them first. Do an email to the company. Do a letter to the even do get an advocate letter, demand letter to the company. Okay. See, at, at all those levels, the issue is still internal. Yes. The issue is still internal. Internal, yeah. So even if an advocate wrote to the company, it's not a violation of the confidentiality clause if at all. Because you are allowed to seek legal counsel. Yes. It's a contract. Yes, it you is. You can seek it. legal counsel. Yes. So you don't violate the confidentiality clause. Mm-hmm. It's still internal. Yeah. If all those avenues fail, then escalate. But you don't start by escalating. Wow. I like that. In my view. Yeah, I like that. So uh, the lady uh, who asked the question, as Nick said, the first thing, calm down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Because money is very contentious, you know. Yeah. Uh, having worked and all that. But uh, I like that. Okay, we're going to take a short break as we get to the 7 o'clock hour. And uh, yeah, it's a legal insider with me, Charles Carey, and my celebrity lawyer, entrepreneur, <laughs> farmer, mover of goods, dancer. Uh, very soon, <laughs> a rugby team coming up in Nyalgunga. Gumi. <laughs> Gumi. Gumi Moja, Moja. RFC. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nenda, give us the numbers. <laughs> hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. We take a short break. We'll be back. It continues. 98.4 Capital FM, the Legal Insider, a couple of uh, minutes past seven o'clock, is getting hot in here. Charles Kiaria, and of course, my celebrity lawyer, Nick Ndeda. I don't know what he's getting on to, uh, but I, I know, know one of these fine days, Nick, you have to give me employment. I know I'm a radio presenter. I know I'm an actor. I'm a thespian. Thespian. Lazima tuangalia malu neza ni pronk. We'll, we'll, we'll see what to do. Okay, all right. Fantastic. If you just, send me your CV. Yes. <laughs> If you just checked it, we're just taking uh, questions um, from various people. Uh, some of them, uh, many of them have issues that actually affect you who's listening right now or somebody that you know of. And um, his name is Charles, like me, and he has a question for you. Karibu uh, sana. Hi, hello, how are you? Oh, no, uh, no, um, a friend of mine separated with his wife, eh? And um, they they had taken a bit of time to 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 report to the to the both families, eh? And what if something happens to the person? Are you going to be part of the blame? Because already you have separated, but you haven't reported. 
and uh, anything if anything happens who is going to be liable okay Okay. That, that that that's a common uh, because I actually have somebody else who actually asked you that I think, question. I think it's a, it's a common fear, but it's an unnecessary one. Unnecessary. Yeah, I'll tell you why. If you're already married, it means then you're both consenting adults. So if you've separated, and I'm assuming they are living together now, they're no longer living together, and then that means where she is or he is, they're living their private lives as an adult. If something happens to them where they are, there's no liability on you. So unless I'm not understanding the question, I, I don't see why people worry about this. The family even need to know. A marriage is between two consenting adults. Well, traditionally, it's anchored on principles of family, with the extended family, and all that. Legally, we've now gone their separate ways. Now, if we've entangled your resources your assets which is usually the case by the way well not as much as you'd think anymore squeeze it on a feature mile you can't believe uh-huh, yeah yeah, yeah. The, the number of companies i've set up for husbands for wives that the spouse should not know about is worrying it really shakes your confidence in the institution <laughs> of marriage it will yeah, yeah but there's also an argument that uh it is quite necessary because i'll give you an example mm-hmm. and this is what i'm saying and um not to mention because sometimes you know when you sit with wazes they tell you it's fine put everything on the table but just remember one thing as a man lazima ukwe na kitu mahali now you putting everything on the table <laughs> that, well, see, i don't know just keep something maybe, somewhere maybe we can get more information yes uh, i think i think what what really happens nowadays eh? people people do they go for trust fund they trust the trust thing eh? yes more than telling even their wives so that when anything happens to them you find it like trust it has standard is it it's like a standalone it's a, it's a, it's like you have in a company mm. and that company is the one to run your your resources oh, okay yeah. i i like yeah and, that and, that that one is true now, now i know somebody actually uh, right now uh-huh. who's actually has done that mm-hmm. because of that fear of that future well you see uh, the, clever the, the, very the, clever the value in in trust funds i think would be the professionalism with which your estate is managed after your demise you know you, you spend a lifetime building this very well crafted specialized estate you know with um, maybe there's residential apartments or commercial property your law practice or used to at a school for arts as a thespian or something. Oh, thank you for blessing me. That's what I want to start eventually. So and you're funding me. Well, I, <laughs> well, I have someone who can fund you. I can partner you with the fund. No, no you're partnering with, with me in that project. But however, I, sorry. Yeah, keep going. Sorry, inter- sorry, okay, sorry Nick. <laughs> I'm happy to diversify my portfolio. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> those are the words that people say. So saying, yeah. So wait, what do they say? You're talking about the the trust fund. Let me know about that Thespian college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's about the trust yeah, fund. So trust funds. Yeah, because so you want someone or an entity which can house this this elaborate estate, right? And have it run the way you would have run it, right? And you may find in your family, your beneficiaries, your spouse, if any, your kids, your cousins, your mom, siblings, no one has that 
technical skill, the technical skills to run that estate. Uh-huh. So you form a trust. The beneficiaries in the trust of the trust are the same people that have inherited the estate anyway. Yes. So to that extent, they enjoy the benefits of you know being your dependents and all that. Right. But then that estate is run by professionals who are paid a salary mm-hmm. to run it, to grow it for the benefit and the enjoyment of your people that you left behind. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's one way. And mm-hmm. people who are doing that right now are doing it to safeguard the interests of their beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Now, there's also another group which won't set up a trust. They'll disclose some assets and not disclose other assets. Which is the what one you are saying, the, the rainy day team. Which is what the gentleman uh, is saying, actually. Women do it more than men, believe it or not. Is that a fact? Ah, Whoa. Okay, yeah. Okay. Wall unit. Bro, kuna plot. Kagundo roduko or something. You're joking. Women. Women. Sorry, uh, we may, we're not uh, whatever you, no, if you're we are, listening. We are, no, we're we are just talking facts. Applauding yeah. your industry uh, yeah. and <laughs> so, investment. Yeah. So don't come uh, knocking on Capital <laughs> FM to say Nick Ndeda has uh, said all this. You know, we're just having a conversation. And yeah. this is reality of what you're talking yeah, about, you Nick. See, the, the, the challenge is this. The world, okay, uh, the way our society is set up, there's this general perception that men will always bounce back. Okay. If there's a divorce, yes, if you yes, separate, yes. a receptionist or something, you know, something. You'll bounce, you'll find your way. Yes. But Mimi as a mother with my two kids or my one kid or my blah, where will I start? Or as a woman, now I'm 37 or 36, 35, 30. I'm saying it even 26 year olds now, saying, ah, where will I start if he dips? So I have to safeguard my future. Ah. And so women do that a lot more than men. Oh, men are happy go lucky yeah. you know my brother has a biashara you know i'll go to i'll nick, find my way nick mbaziniko down so uh, nick sumpatilio uh, uh, biashara i'll find come and way. sit there because i know your your strengths yeah. as a manager so you'll find that now women will end up and, hedging, and pay me dollars a month yeah. plus <laughs> i'm just saying yeah so women you're really focused on this 200 okay yeah no. <laughs> no plus I'm just saying but but yeah, but on a serious note Nick uh, and and to 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 the men who are actually listening right now mm-hmm. who are actually going through a a, a situation and wondering hey uh, this word breadwinner Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're looking at uh, your mama, or your baby darlings, and you're like, "Hey, like you, you. should they should they investigate? Should they, 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 they are winning should, more bread they, than you? Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> they're winning more bread. So what should they? Should, what should a man do? Sit down, have a conversation, or maybe you've you've been together for such a long time, so it's like, mm. ah. hey, why am I, am I responding <laughs> as an advocate or as a man? <laughs> No, no, we're having a conversation. That's, okay. see, that's in a that thing, case, that's, uh, that's I, a thing think, I tell I people. I think men also yeah. need to start hedging, in my view. Not even in terms of investment. Well, well that is wise, no problem. Mm-hmm. You need to diversify the company, others in a private name, your mom, your spouse, in trust for your kids. You mm-hmm. know, diversify, no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But we need to start hedging our expectations. Right. This is now me speaking from what I see in the legal profession uh-huh. and the, the cases we handle. Yes. Men need to start hedging. Right. Because women are hedging mad. They're hedging mad. Uh, There's somebody here. I think this is Jerome. eh? I think it's a similar question. eh? Let's just listen to him, brother. Uh, Wow, that is powerful. Hi, Nick. This is Jerome. So, a friend of mine recently separated with his partner. 
officially divorced, but he wants to take full custody for the kids. So my question is, seeing as they're not fully divorced yet, they're still um, in the process of like beginning the divorce process, how can he go about um, seeking custody for the kids with, when he's not officially divorced? How is, how is he supposed to do that? Please let me know. Well, thank you, Jerome. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you, Jerome. Uh, well, luckily, because because you know we're talking about hedging and all that. Now his situation well, uh, and then the kids are there, mm-hmm. and you know when kids are there, emotions, emotions. Emotionally, you know. I mean, you're a parent. I'm a parent. You know how you feel about your kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that love you have for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, like we've said, I think even before on this show, mm-hmm. children's matters are completely separate from adult matters. Why why is there that separation uh, uh Nick? Yeah. Because because children are vulnerable. They need extra and very specific protection and the law provides that by having a children's act and an entire children's court. Oh, separately. Court. So even Co-co-co-co-co. if you're going through a separation, your divorce, marital property division, whatever it is you adults are doing, power to you. The child is separate. Mm. That's how the law views it. That's how the courts view it. The child is separate. So if he has compelling grounds why he should be given custody while this separation divorce thing is playing out, the court will give him custody. Yeah, and I remember uh, one time we did a show and we covered this uh, quite well. And we said the court will look at the lady and look at the guy, look at the emotional status, mm-hmm. look at the mfuko, yeah. and all these things come, uh, uh, they actually... Even depending on the age of the, the minor, okay. uh, if it's a child of four years, a child of tender years, they have to primarily they the, try to give the mother. The mother, yes. yes. Very, very, very compelling grounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At a particular age, even kids will be asked, where do you, who do you want to live with? Or with whom do you want to live with? When is that the age of consent? 13, no, no, 14? No, no. Uh, it's li- they're looking for an age where a child understands what this means which now actually is probably Usually around seven seven the seven that yeah. area in our time they understand what lying is, our time used to be 13 14 15. Maybe well i'm just saying before I'm you could start your ear on the other hand <laughs> you need yes is it my nursery was come yeah pre-primary baby yeah. class yeah spoiling money yeah to the class one direct so yeah so when the child can understand lying from truth they understand what it means to live with one parent as, a, as opposed to a different one, that kind of thing. Mm. Then even that is taken into account. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with asking for custody, even full custody care control, while you're going through your divorce or your separation or all that. The court will give it to you if it's justified. Those right. are two separate issues. Completely. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Thank you so much, Jerome. I hope uh, you uh, that was satisfactory. But don't worry. Uh, keep getting those uh, questions in. Remember one thing: that this conversation continues. As Nick mm. likes to say, enjoying me, it continues. It continues. It continues. <laughs> Give us those numbers, <laughs> Nick. Let's take a short break. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. That's Nick Ndeda. We take a short break. We'll come back. So many questions. I think we have a couple of questions. I think two or three. We'll get to them. We'll get to yeah. them. All right. Lizza. All right. Let's take a short break. We'll be back in a moment. On your best speak to music in Apple Full Capital FM. Uh, how are you doing? Thank you uh, for joining us as we continue with the Legal Insider. And this evening or afternoon, wherever you're listening from, we're taking questions uh, from you, the listener, and uh, my celebrity lawyer, my brother, my friend is here. And uh, talk to him, 0701-984-984, hashtag quick one. 
wakili i said wakili wakili what was your high school what was your kiswahili teacher says i was very good in kiswahili by the way yeah so wakili but i dropped kiswahili and went for literature and now look at where i ended up you don't foresee you could drop kiswahili you are very good in swahili it's just when you you're so good in something you just said ah no i know this already i know this one already so in for literature i wish it was an option doing i'm telling you so mandatory in our time So the questions are coming in fast and thick and this one is very contentious mm-hmm. when we talk about land eh? oh it gets God. very okay. emotive this is why this is why you need Nazneen Nazneen okay. yeah <laughs> but we'll have it next time I'm sure yeah for yeah. sure okay let's have a listen we'll to ask her the same question and see if she gives a different yes answer. yes she, just, just to get a quiz. different yeah. perspective yeah. about that yeah. one okay let's go uh, quick one I have a, have a case where land that I was selling was found to be triple allocated so what do I do in that case uh, I need help thanks whoa Where? We talked about this one. That's a heavy one. Yeah. At, at the point of you're, selling. You're this end of the fence mm-hmm. and I'm seeing Nick on the other side of the fence being shown the same land that you and I have both bought. No kilipa leo. Yeah. Slab. Slab itakuwa hapa. A three bedroom. Slab. Ukilipa leo cash. Slab. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, man that sucks. It, it, I think it especially sucks if you discover these things at the point of selling. Because most Kenyans buy land to speculate. Right. You buy a plot in Kitengela or wherever, mm. uh, Nanyuki or something, mm. for X amount, and you know in the next two, three years, they're worth Y amount. And then right. on the day you want to now enjoy your Y amount, yes, you wonder why this is happening to you. Mm-hmm. You know? And the thing to do is, your first recourse is to the person who sold it to you. So that, you look for that person that, that's first. That's your first point of recourse. Not even my lawyer. Well, the the person who's doing this for you is your lawyer. So, I go to my lawyer go to your, first. Always go to your always lawyer. Yeah, first. Oh, you, I think I think if Kappa, if yeah. get to a point where I assume that is now that goes without saying. Exactly. So, so if you're listening, your lawyer, yeah, if you're listening, the first person you go to is your lawyer. Not uh, to the or, Foko, or a no, good advocate. Okay, yeah, not to the Fokojembe and the guy who sold the land. Lawyer first. So that then they can go to the person who to sold the, the exactly, land. Yes. Because that's your first port, port of call. You sold me this land. It turns out it was triple allocated. I right. don't know who allocated it to you. Yes. That's fine. I know I bought it from you. And here's our sale agreement. If I don't have the land, then you are unjustly enriched. And you have to pay me. Ah, yes. Because then why do you have that money? Yeah. It means you didn't deliver on your end of the contract. You see. So then give me back my money. And then you go solve your land issues. Easier said than done, Nick. Oh, much, much give easier back, said than give, done. Give me back my money. After I don't have it. Yeah, I don't have it. It's to me. Well, you are paying me. I was busy using it. Exactly, in real exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. So let's also go to someone else. Yes. To get it back for you. But so, in law. So, yeah. So how, how do you go about that one? This guy is just stubborn. In a situation uh, see like now, that, Nick. What, what, what we're getting into now is execution of judgments and decrees. And that's, that's okay, the that's another that's in the civil process. Execution of judgment and decrees. decrees. That's a whole other chapter. Of fish. It yeah, is a whole kind thing. of fish, yeah. Because the options are endless. If you're employed, they can attach your salary. If you have benefits, they can get a portion of them. If you have land, I can then take it and sell it, or just take it. Period. If you have uh, movable assets, Shadandia. If you have cash, I want that. If you have nothing, then let, I can ask you to be uh, taken to jail, civ- committed to civil jail. 
So the options are endless. You can even come for produce on your farm. It's you know, it's a man, whole thing. No, yes. they, they can mm. produce on your farm. Yes, I'm going to go to my own. So any any resource, any asset that's coming to the judgment data can be taken by the judgment creditor. So the options are bound uh-huh. once you've won the, once you win the case, sorry. Once so, it is you have established this guy owes you. Owes you. Mm. And even him he says yes. Yeah. Even if he doesn't say yes, yeah. if we go to court and the court finds that you owe me, it doesn't matter if you agreed or not. In fact that's why we were in court, because you had refused. And now the court has made a finding that you actually do. There's a question of how do I enforce that finding? That's the question you're answering at that stage. How do you enforce that finding by the court that you are owed money? Or a particular right? Yeah. Now, in this particular instance of triple allocations, you have to really hope yours is a first in time. Mm. Because First in time? Yes. Which one was registered first? First, yeah. Which one is recognized first in law? Because the instance a parcel of land is allotted, it's no longer so, available so it, for so, allotment. So if Nick was number one and Charles was number two, they will look at you. No, it means at the point that Charles came on board, there was no land to allot. Yeah, because Nick already had it. Yeah. No, allotment and sale are two things. If there's government or public land that's not in use, you can apply to the government to party off and your kid. Allot me that land. Yeah. I want to build a hospital, I want to build a church, I want to build um, my home, whatever it is. And then it can be allotted to you. But once that happens, then the land stops being available for allotment. Yes. So on the face of it, every subsequent allotment was illegal, ab initio. It should never have been done. Mm. On the face of it. On the face of it, yeah. Yes. So if it turns out on proper investigation that even your allotment was fraudulent or questionable, then you in Then which one is the first legal one in line? That's fair. That's very fair. Then we start there. And then everyone else go to the person who sold you the land. Is that always the case, by the way? Not always. Not always. Not always. Yeah. But that's how it's, that's that's how that's the how it's, it's supposed to be. Yes. Exactly. First in time, mm. first legal registration in time. And then now we start asking questions. If this is the first legal registration, where are you coming from? Mm. Where did you get this? Where did you get this? Where was the green card? Yeah. Remember the things that Zeno telling us the other week? Where was the green card? Where was this registered? Where did you get this title did? Who did they search for you? Now questions start being asked. Because the instance was registered, it should have stopped being available for allotment. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. how Boom. was it being shall, allotted? Yeah. So unless the first one was illegal, in which case we shall answer different questions, which is the first legal one. So no wonder they allotted it a second time, because the first one was clearly illegal. So uh, yeah, it had been allotted yes, it officially been, in yes, their records yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So the land was still available for yeah. allotment. So until we get the first legal one, and then we start from there and ask questions. Now, if you had been sold this land by someone and who didn't have proper title, yeah. they should pay you and then they should ask the person who paid them and so on and so forth well, yeah. until you get to the root of the person who gerrymandered with the title. Gerrymandered. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. I feel like it is. Well, it is. Well, gerrymandering <laughs> is a word, but gerrymandered? Yes, okay. gerrymandered. That that's a word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. thank you for that one. So that go back way. in time. Yeah, go back. Yeah. Go to an advocate, a good one. Yes. They'll structure you well. Yes. And... Hopefully, they'll be honest enough to tell you if you have a good case or not. Because if it's third, fourth in line, mm-hmm. usually it doesn't end well for you. Yeah. And if the land was allotted three times, then usually it's done by uh, a person who knows what they are doing. 
Right. So by the time you're saying to look for them, you will not find them. And if you do, they don't really care about their consequences. Yeah. Finally, look at fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why yeah. even when Naz was on the show, she was very Nazine, keen yeah. on proper due, due diligence. Due before you sign anything, before you pay anything, proper due diligence. Talking, about this talking about due diligence, there's somebody here uh-huh. who has a very contentious question. Uh, okay, a just have a listen very, to this Very one. quick transition. Yeah. Okay. It's like you're in a car business whereby a driver is being abducted, like carjacked. Car uh, and a well, I know somebody uh, who actually hired the car, their car, mm-hmm. and uh, not due diligence, whatever, and just things just happened. Yeah. Eventually, the cops had to come for him. Mm-hmm. It became a situation, a story. We talked about this, I think, uh, two weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. about this guy who actually gave out his car. But not knowing that this we are meant to find Halifu. Halifu. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now here's another situation. Mm-hmm. You've hired out your car. The car just goes and it goes. And this is somebody Muna Juana Nini. The next thing cops are coming for you. Uh, okay. For number one, I, let me just advise him. Call Nick Neda. Then uh, he'll take I, it from there. Call your lawyer. Thank you so much. Yes. So I can call. I'll brief him. <laughs> raise an invoice. I can start drafting that now. In a serious. In fact, it's me serious. Agent. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, uh, here's the thing. Step one, we keep saying contracts, contracts, contracts. Paper trail. Your biggest protection in that situation is this is my driver. I employed him. He's operating my cars and Uber. The terms, conditions, etc., etc. So immediately you've set yourself apart from that whole situation. Okay. It's an employer-employee situation. Right. One, two. I like how he's using the present tense. It tells me maybe it's a recent event or it's ongoing. The like it's happening now. The way he's talking, it's like yeah. it is. It has already happened to him. I don't know. It's idea. You know, jail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's one. Nick, help me. If, what do I do? Yeah. If you have the employment contract, then immediately this person is not your responsibility to the extent that if he is carjacked or kidnapped and taken to the border. He's your employee. It's the, you are equally a victim. Uh, it's for the police to help you trace your vehicle and yeah. your employee. It is for the police to help his family or her family get a hold of him. A person has been kidnapped. That's a police case. Nick, we, we need to do a topic about the kidnapping issues also mm-hmm. at some point because that, that is also very contentious. I've, uh, I've had people... People, I think a week ago, someone asked me, "Can can Nick talk about kidnappings and is there a law and what can be done? Can See, whatever?" The, the challenge, did, yeah. The challenge with that yeah. kind of conversation is, yeah. it's like discussing it's, it's, uh, robbery with violence. Robbery, robbery with violence, yeah. It's uh, criminal, criminal, criminal yeah, law. No, 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 no law is broad, yeah. But if you narrow it down to a crime, then becomes very certain crimes at least are very straightforward. Kidnapping is illegal. There's nothing to discuss. You will be jailed. Straight yeah. up. There's, there's no conversation. There's, Kang, there's, Kang. there's no topic here. There's no topic. Yeah, it's like can Nick discuss stealing? Bro, you stole. <laughs> I can tell you the penalties. Yeah. Depending on the gravity. Robbery is violence, death by hanging. Yeah. Plain robbery, felony, 12 years or so. Under that, misdemeanor, three years or so. Maybe five. You see? 
Stealing by servant, looking at seven years under. Stealing by conversion, seven years under. That kind of thing. Those are just the penalties. There's nothing to discuss. It's a crime. Kidnapping is a the crime. crime. Yeah. If someone kidnaps your driver, takes the car to the border, that is robbery. With violence. Oh, I don't know if it's violence. I'd yeah. have to check. Depends on if they're armed or not. They're armed and robbery is violence, death by hanging for the car. Kidnapping, separate offense. Okay. False imprisonment, separate offense. These are crimes. Mm -hmm. So the caller should not panic. Go report to the police. In fact, hold do hands I call, okay, with their family. Do I call uh, my lawyer first or do I go to the cops first? Because I, I feel in I, any should, I should call, call your advocate first or mm -hmm. an advocate first. Yes. There's no harm, no foul in being told you're safe. Go to the cops station. In fact, report. In fact, you are a victim. You lose nothing by it. But on the flip side, the risks of exposing yourself to potential litigation like yeah, this yeah. is very high. Yeah. Not even engage the family, you might be admitting things there that then later on you're asked to pay for. Oh, man. So you knew your staff didn't have proper equipment. And you still sent him out there. Issue. Whoa. And that point you're just busy trying to, you know, hold hands and Support, support the family, the family and, and yet you are legally very, exposing very yourself tough. to risk yeah, very tough so always start with the advocate yeah. but this is a police case you've done nothing wrong yeah in fact you're also a victim who may be your staff member has been kidnapped reported to the police have you handled a kidnapping case uh, um, uh, mr nick luckily no and i feel very lucky about it because sometimes you are caught in my clients they're just hanging you know, what, what will you tell the court? Listen up, if you're listening right now, Nick, there are two cases that Nick does not handle. Kidnappings and uh, church. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't handle defilements. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh okay. defilement, oh, 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 I don't oh, oh, touch. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. touch murder anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh for, for real? No, no, no. I don't touch murder anymore. I don't touch defilement anymore. I don't the archer. I moved on from those. I attend, attend, attend yeah. Lenger. Very emotive, yeah. I'm not touching yeah. those two. Yeah. Yeah, this one, a kidnapping, I've never handled one. I'm curious. Yeah. To see what kind of what explanation kind of I'd get. Yeah. You know, Alin Tembelea, Abu Kakosana, Akasema and Memfungia. Or maybe when you go out, watch, I don't, I'm very curious to see how that will pan out in a court of law. But I've not yeah. handled the kidnapping yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, well, well, at some point, maybe in November, we'll probably talk about that. <laughs> Let's this see is who it. gets kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, the questions are still coming through. I mean, people are still asking questions. Nick mm -hmm. uh, is with me, my brother, uh, my good friend. Uh, uh, I thank God that I met this man. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say any God, but you literally <laughs> just said no, that. Only, so, no, okay. it's only God. <laughs> so, Nick, give us those numbers, please. 0701-984-984, hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. A short break. We'll be back. It, it continues. continues. Right on your best picks of music, 9.4, Capital FM. Uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, depending where you're listening. Hey, listening. Hey, <laughs> listening. What am I saying? <laughs> Why do I say listening? <laughs> it's the thespian in you. The thespian in me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> listening from, it's a legal insider, me, Charles Carey. And we do this every Thursday, 6.30 to 7.30. It's about your issues. What are you mm -hmm. going through? Not uh, all your issues, your legal issues. The legal yeah. issues, legal <laughs> issues. Because I'm going to be a gas emission. Gas Interestingly, by the way, uh -huh. um, we had a conversation one time, and Nick, you talked about the mamabogas, mm -hmm. that they, they actually are protected by the law. 
Oh, but that is not what we see in our newspapers. Mm. Mm. That is not what uh, 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 the normal news reader. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a knowledge gap. Yeah, it's, it's you a know, if, yes, if, if yes. you don't know your rights, then people can step all over you. You see? Yes, people, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah. If you didn't know, the Traffic Act uh, in the rules provides that for a violation, a speed violation, up yes. to five kph yeah. over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. What's the penalty you think? Ten bob. Let me just say. Warning. A warning. Yes. That's it. By pale okay, pale awa senior hero something, or kisi or on the way to Othaya and you are stopped. Oh, oh, Maria, can you where you are? My mind was over five. And shall shall we never move past that one story? No, we will. No, we will in five years time. I feel like let me have another running with the law, so we have a new story. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I hear and you. you are say doing one or three in a one hundred zone or fifty two or yeah. fifty four yeah. on a fifty zone, the penalty is warning. So if you just humble warning. yourself, like we keep saying, yeah, yeah, just keep cool, keep cool, be firm, be firm, be firm. Yeah, just like. But in my yeah, situation, remember in my situation, when I try to tell this couple, but I'll suit it out. And then I had to call another cop who knows me to tell this guy walk away. And this guy looked at me and told me, "Where and go where next time." And I felt violated. I was like, "What's wrong with this guy?" <laughs> no, be yeah. firm. Yeah, and just be calm. And yeah, it's the, the penalties are warning, but who knows that? Okay. I know guys who get uh, cash bill at five thousand. You are over the limit by two three kph. Yeah. Even if you go to court. Yeah. If you are humble and you can explain to the court. You get your money back. So why were you keeping me here for forty-five minutes to take my five k? Yeah. So I come to court. Right, right. You see, and I think of uh, five to ten is like what two k, three k is. It's small money, but people don't but know mine, this. Mine, I paid twenty-five hundred. Yeah, so you mm. get taken advantage a lot of because you don't know the law. Right. Yeah. So it's a knowledge gap issue in my view. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. All right, uh, Nick, give us the numbers once again because we have uh, another caller here who wants to say something. I, I feel like we, if you have a caller, then they have the number. Yeah. For other callers, 070-984-984, hashtag The Gold Insider. Uh, hashtag Quick One Wakili. So Quick One Wakili, someone has a story here. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of us, has gone. Uh, we have, sorry, uh, have gone through this and uh, not so much Nick because he owns property. Uh, oh my lord! He moves houses. <laughs> <laughs> the houses I move are not mine. <laughs> I don't own them. Nick, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm moving very soon. You will charge I me. I got you. Yeah, you will charge me. At cost, no margin. Ah, uh, uh, no. I'm Zakubeba. Hustlers must be paid. Apana, apana. We'll discuss off air. We'll discuss off air. Sonford chicken. I'll just buy you that. You're good to go. Rangers, Rangers, please. Anyway, part of the show also is also having fun because we're human. You also go through. Nick goes through what you're going through. I go through, and any any other person. Let's have a listen to this one, Nick. Something about landlords, Nick. Have you handled this one before? I mean, you're a landlord yourself. Oh, I wish. Well, not yet. That's coming up. But yes, I've handled a lot of landlord issues since 2020, 2019. That area. Okay, yeah, let's listen to this yeah. and then you can tell us, brother. Thank you. Okay. Hey, Nick, what's up? Niaje? Um, I have an issue with my landlord. Um, I just, I just moved to one of these houses. I uh, don't payment, a deposit, and uh, a month's rent. But he wants to travel abroad. And he's coming back for two months, so he's insisting. Uh, I pay for at least one month extra ahead so that when he comes back uh, to see some poor for a lack of a better word. 
So right now I refuse that. Uh, so now he's threatening me, like, Nishengi, Nishengi, settle. I'm inside the house. So now he's issuing threats all over. So what do you think? How do I go about this? Whoa. Man, I, I, Have you handled I, I, something I, 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 really, I really hope and pray the pun was intentional. You know, it strikes close to home. Home, where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an issue with the landlord with the landlord like yeah in the nose I love it it's very clever I hope it was intentional but but, but uh, okay uh, in your f- I, I don't use okay I use the word advisedly formative years mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of uh, when you start when you moved out of your home moved out of home you went to your first house and uh, you had to handle uh, mm-hmm. your landlord for the first time mm-hmm. I remember my, my landlord by the way when he gets to the 17th. Gong, 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 gong. Ukumbuke in 10 days. Yes, yes. By the 17th, 18th, there's a knock. And you're like, hey, but because you've just left home, you're still. That's so illegal. You're entitled to quiet enjoyment okay. of your home, provided you are complying with the terms of your tenancy agreement. Should never happen. You should not even see your landlord. They should even even see you. If you're paying rent, your bills, everything, you shouldn't even see your landlord. It's your house. Provided yeah. you're meeting the terms and obligations under the tenancy agreement, that's your house. You own it, quote unquote. You well, own it. It's your house. I'll fight a corner landlord to begin with. So okay. Numba. The house actually mm-hmm. belongs to uh, Nick. Mm-hmm. I'm paying you rent. Mm-hmm. So Nick is not supposed to come to me and Bisha. Because I'm paying the bills. I'm paying the water, the electricity. I'm paying the rent. Mm-hmm. So you have no obligation, according to the law, yeah. for you to come and Bisha. Gong, 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 gong. And, even, and even in contract, you see, if... I'm living in your home. Then we have a tenancy agreement or a lease or something. So we have a contract. My obligations are listed out in there. Yeah. It might not just be rent. Maybe rent, utilities, um, how to maintain the home, garbage services, uh-huh. service charge, yeah, all those yeah, things. Yeah, all those you know. things, yeah. So whatever my obligations are, even maintenance of the home to a particular standard, reporting yeah. to the landlord if certain yeah. things happen, like yeah. the roof is the roof leaking. Is leaking. So if I'm doing those things, I'm honoring my obligations under that agreement. The house, quote unquote, is mine. Whoa. For that duration. So where I stay right now, the house is mine. If you're honoring your obligations, which I am your, right yes, now, then it's, it's, your, it's your house. It's my digs now. Yes, even the landlord, unless there's an emergency, has to give you notice before they come. Where? Like two days from now, Nick. I'll come to check out the roof because Nick. it's been two years since I blah. Nick, my name is Gojiri. Mm-hmm. You're living in my house. Mm-hmm. I can come anytime. That's the attitude. Now, I've witnessed that attitude. I've interacted with it on my client's behalf. Oh, oh and, thank and you. And the thank challenge you. is this. Yeah. Legally, what uh, okay, in law, what yeah, the landlord is doing yes, yeah. is illegal. If you're honoring obligations, they should not be hassling you. I hope, now, the, I hope the listener is listening. Listen to Nick. This man is amazing. Say it again, Nick. If your landlord your obligations, obligations, if your landlord is hassling you, they're breaking the law. And for sure, they are breaking your tenancy agreement. That's your house. 
I'm paying rent. I'm doing this. Kila kitu nafanya. So it's my digs. Hmm. If you want to evict me, come evict me. That's a different conversation. Yeah. If you want your house back, give me notice. Something. But you can't be knocking on my door non-stop or ukifikiria or because rent will be due in 10 days. Is it 10 days from now? That's a future Charles problem. Future Charles will address the rent 10 days from now. But on the day he's knocking your door, you're not in violation of any of the terms of your agreement. They shouldn't. It's your house. Right. Now, if we go specifically to this caller. Yeah, well, he said um the issue strikes close yeah. to home. Yeah. He has just moved in. Just he's moved settled. In. Yeah. He's done the his deposit. He's done there. his deposit. Yeah. So he has complied. He's complied with the agreement. Yeah. Now, your landlord's share and his tour should not impact to the terms of your tenancy. Yeah. They shouldn't and uh, unless the contract is very skewed, skewed, sorry. They can't. You have no obligation to pay me that. They can't. They're not supposed to. No, they even don't. They they don't exist. That demand is made in a vacuum or separate from the tenancy agreement you already have. So it's a question of will you pay me in advance? It's up to you, no problem. But if you don't if the tenancy agreement provides for monthly payment of rent in advance etc on the fifth day that they're typically structured if you're honoring that agreement there's no obligation for you to pay the landlord in advance whatsoever, mm. whatsoever. and even if he tries to evict you you can very quickly go to court or anything and say this is a violation of the contract remember your tenancy is a contractual agreement It don't exist in a vacuum. It's a contractual argument. Uh, agreement, sorry. Agreement, yeah. So, if the landlord is trying to force you to pay rent in advance, it's not in the contract. He's trying to evict you because you won't pay rent in advance. All those things are in violation of the contract you have with your landlord. These are things that we can establish in a court of law and we can force him to have you there he for the duration. Have, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. For the duration, I think the caller said he. But okay for the duration of the tenancy. Yes. And there's nothing you can do about it unless he wants to terminate the tenancy on its terms. Usually one month notice to vacate or one month notice to your landlord. You know, the normal way you break a tenancy. Yes, yes, yes. So if you want to go down that road then well and good. But kando nayo you sit safe sound, you're secure. But I have to call Nick, my lawyer. Uh, from the tone of the call i suspect we sure he'll get one and okay from the tone of the from call. the tone yeah, yeah. how he said yeah, from the tone because yeah. he think he's going away so pay me uh, no no from the pay, tone pay me the the, yeah. the tenant will end up getting to a, to a lawyer in my view because okay. the, the landlord seems to be very insistent and very aggressive, yes, aggressive on yeah. this course of action mm. so i'm sure that fika kwa sheria wow amazing yeah amazing Right. Amazing, amazing. Just listening to <laughs> my celebrity lawyer, Nick Ndeda. Uh, all, all the gas <laughs> in the world exists here with Charles. Eno supply mitungizenu zote. Gas ikiisha call Charles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, give us uh, those numbers, Nick, uh, please. Uh, 0701984984, hashtag Legal Insider. Yes, and uh, hashtag uh, quick one, wakili. Any importance... Uh, Uh, let's talk about compensation of personal injuries. And uh, this one I got uh, from mm -hmm. a friend the other day. 
and uh, he was in a he was in a matatu. Mm-hmm. Now this matatu, the driver was very reckless, mm-hmm. very reckless. Mm, subjective, really, but okay. Yeah, very really reckless and whatever. And people were asking, "Hey, wait, what's going on? What's going on?" And at some point, uh, this other matatu came, and they had a. It, it was not a fender bender. It was a, fe- a heavy fender bender. For lack of a better word, okay. And this person was actually seated on on that particular space when it happened, and um, well, uh, traffic ended up in hospital, and asked uh, the driver and the conductor, "You guys are supposed to cover this," and the guys were like, "You see, she died too. You have insurance. I'm going to wait I know we are, we can laugh about this, but you know, I mean, um, which I'll tell you my story now later on, what happened to me and what I, I, I should I should have done. What do you do in a situation like this? I feel like I feel like I want to hear your story first. No square leakage. Uh, what you should have done? <laughs> I said it with, on the jump with the boys, uh-huh. and um, I was just walking across the road, and uh, I made a phone call uh, home. Mm. I was asking my. Uh, my my daughter uh what would you want because i'm leaving the office i'm coming home and she's like okay dad pass by this place uh, this is place i like this is place i like there's certain places she likes certain mm-hmm. you know whether it's a food or, or juice you know good, yeah. you know those oh, juices good. that have mm-hmm. all these uh, nice whatevers so i was crossing the road i just said beep right next to me and uh boda boda knocked me down good grief yeah yeah I said, I said, I said, I said, I said with Jam with the boys, they laughed out loudly, and they were like, "Charles, we've heard this from our friends mm-hmm. that they fell down on a border border, mm-hmm. or they were hit by a border border, mm-hmm. but now it's home next." You know, I said, yeah. "Yeah," and I flew to the mamas, the nyanyas, and the kitungus and whatever. And God bless them. They lifted me up and they were like, "Oi, pole, usijari." But what I remember is I was boom. This guy hit two cars. Cuz he hit me and then he went this way and that way on the right. Bam bam bam. Mm-hmm. And he went and he went. I stood up on 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 my right side. Mm-hmm. Pain. A lot of pain. I got so angry. So angry. And uh, Nick, you and I, we we we, we talk to the heavens. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do Psalms one nineteen. Which one is that? Psalms one nineteen is when you tell God that person should never see the light of day. Good grief! Yes, I did is that the option. Well, it's up to you. And I've used it. Uh, I, no, I didn't. Let me make a list. <laughs> we are having a conversation. I did the opposite. Mm-hmm. I forgave. But when I went home, my daughter looked at me and was like, Dad, are you okay? I said, no, I'm going to do this, but I'm okay. And she cried. She cried because, you know, daughters and their father, she cried. So, Kaluma, Zui, all those street sprays. You know, Liniment. Liniment. <laughs> yeah. My high but school was y- yes. rough. But, but it's, a, it's a situation like mm-hmm. this now, Nick. Umegongo yeah? and do the person is there. Okay, do these are a different ball game altogether because they're yeah, all gang up. It's all, it's all they're all gang up. Yeah, it's a cartel. They're all gang up. But this one ran away. Uh-huh. I chose to forgive. But 
there's a lady who told me ugyo mimi namjua ala that's lucky yeah ah huyo tu namjua tena kuanga pale eh huyo tu namjua okay in a situation like this mhm what do you do huyo namjua i have anger i need mm-hmm. this guy he has to pay for it what if i ended up in hospital huyo namjua so i go back look for this uh, lady nionesha ni nani go to mm-hmm. this guy ambe wendo linigonga okay uh in the no, first uh, no, from the uh, okay from the low point of view okay i want to address uh, the two issues separately first Separate. the, the, the who, first instance yeah the yeah. matatu and then me yeah the i don't know heavy when it has happened to you to answer yeah. yeah okay while rude the driver and the conductor were technically not so far off from the reality of what ought to have happened this is the reason all vehicles on the road must have at the very least third party insurance it covers the risk that's not yours so if you okay. if you hit someone another car whatever the insurer won't pay you but they'll cover the other party that's third party insurance i'm sorry nick we're talking about the motato industry Or even worse even worse no, it's no. even more strict for them even more strict uh-huh yes. explain sir the challenge is this they uh, um, if you're operating a public service vehicle yes psv yes mm-hmm. the level of insurance you must have is higher than Charles driving his own car why do you say that sir because you are risking other people's lives not just your own you are carrying the members of the public the state protects the public you protect yourself the state protects you we say it again the state protects the public do they know that they are well aware which is why we have very very stringent requirements for psvs corner seat belt maximum number is this go for inspections every so often this is a level of drivers you must have this is what the conductor must do this is how you must be uniformed up this is a circle you must belong to a circle so we can identify, identify yeah. base. so, so that's why they have all the circles are not about yeah. the matter the, the, the yeah. public service yeah. vehicles it's yeah. about the public correct so while they didn't phrase it the right way mm-hmm. technically the driver and the conductor right it's an insurance issue take our details go to our insurance be paid you get insurance so if something happens you don't have to pay out of pocket yes Okay. Same to the matatus. So in a situation like that, you have to go to check the insurance. Get the insurance particulars, no problem. Yeah. Take, take a, a picture take a or picture, something. Yeah. yeah. But your claim will be to the owner to the circle, you know, of the of the matatu. Then they will forward that claim to their their insurer. Okay. You see. Yeah. Now, if you are okay, injured take, and take, you have to take, get medical okay, attention. Okay, take me through that whole process okay that has happened mm-hmm. so go take the photo then who takes you to hospital okay let's look at it this way an accident has happened it has happened do i call you injured do i call nick you are injured charles don't call nick first okay <laughs> no 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 your life and well-being comes first that is what the show is called the legal insider your life and well-being comes first yeah wepele kwa hosi you go to hospital no problem yeah if you are insured even that hospital someone is going to need to pay that bill yes usually your insurance okay having paid it 
and the accident was not your fault. The fault, sorry. They're going to claim it from the insurance of the person who was at fault. Yes. So we show it as insurance. If you're not injured but you have a claim, claim against the person with whom you have privity of contract. Uh-huh. That means the person who owed you owed a you. duty of yeah, care. Yeah. Usually the driver, the driver and, and the owner of the vehicle. Car. Yes. Because of something in local vicarious liability. Whoa, let me write it down. Vicarious liability. Or is it vicarious? Either way, well, vicarious, vicarious liability. Vicarious, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. So what that means is if you employ someone and they do something while on official duty, yes. then you are liable for that act as an employer. Yes. They did something on your behalf and you cannot delink yourself from it. Yes. There are, there are defenses in law mm. for that and for the machatu owners. If you're, and this is part of the way they're in circles, because circles have delineated routes. Mm. If your driver was on a private foray in a friendly town, he's going to drop his girlfriend on Mombasa Road, in yeah. Expressway, apart the accident expressway. That was, that, was his, that was a private frolic. Private he was doing his own things. Private folly. Frolic. Frolic. Yeah. Or folly. Frolic. Or folly. Frolic. Or folly. Frolic. <laughs> we can do this the whole day, Charles. Palalapa. You're the carrier of the knowledge. So, I'm just enjoying him. Yeah. But I do like the pun. Thank you. Yeah. With the folly. Mm. Yes. So it's a private folly. Where they or were. frolic. Yes. I quite agree. Are sir. we not f- switching? Okay, frolic. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Semantics. Yeah. yeah. So they are personally liable for that. But if they are doing the thing that the employer had asked them to do, and an accident happens, a genuine accident, and someone gets injured, then the employer is equally liable. Yeah. Through that principle. Through that of principle. Of, yeah. Yes. Yes. So very many options for the person who got involved in that mm. big fender bender. Yeah. No problem. Mm. Get treated, claim from your insurance. Your insurance will come from the other party. If you're not insured, claim from the driver and the owner of the vehicle. Do a search NTSA. Let's talk about duration, sir. Uh, running downs. Okay, depends. fine. That has happened. And uh, I get my lawyer. Mm-hmm. I get Nick Ndeda. And you have to go to court. Exactly. Now, if you're forced, most running downs are settled, in, in my experience. The, you ask for your million bob, they'll give you 350, you'll take it and you'll go home. Most running downs. If For real? Yeah, most of them are settled. Most of them are settled. Out of court. Yeah, because even the insurance knows kulipa talipa some amount. It's a question of how much. And they have an algorithm that tells them if if this is an injury, grievous, because when you get your P3, the harm is yeah, right. Yeah, there's harm, yeah. there's grievous harm, yeah, and, and so on. That's so, a P3, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when they look at that and they look at the medical report and they usually send you to their own doctor as well for like a second opinion, working mm. by the information, they can kind of predict... I have a problem with that, but keep going. Yeah, okay. They can kind of <laughs> predict or estimate what a court would award and they can tell, okay, this is like 1.2, Mike, if we stay in court for the next three years. Mm. And then the cost of staying in court will be maybe another 300k, that's 1.5. Yeah. Or we give this guy seven so right now. We close this. To manage this story, go walk you into the sunset. You saved 800,000. 800,000. Take yeah. your seven sock. Yeah. And guys tend to take it. So most running downs are settled at that level. Where there's a fatality is where you see guys going the distance. Oh, yeah, fatality. Yeah, someone the, dies. The word with, with fatality, that, that one is. Uh, yeah, that's, what, that's where uh, you see guys going the distance. The distance now. Mm. Yeah. Those tend to end up um, 
gets them to end up leaving the court to determine yeah. how much you should be paid yeah. in in compensation for the loss of life yeah and that also takes money again no it's usually just time time yeah you just have to wind your way through the court system if you have a good advocate it's a running down most advocates pay themselves at the conclusion of running down matters like a deposit here the disbursements here there but primarily the bulk of the fees will come in after conclusion of the case so more time than money for running downs wow yeah amazing 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 so now for your instance so, so you're the, a picky the, picky the, guy the, my my kippy kippy mine <laughs> kippy kippy yeah. remember uh, we, we capital we, we don't say picky we say kippy ke You take the KP KP and sell it. Yeah. yeah, then fine. <laughs> and let's say in that extreme situation. Yeah. I don't the cost benefit analysis ways it leans towards not doing anything. You didn't die? No, I didn't. Yes, eh? And uh I thank God. Uh, amen. Yeah, amen. Wow, amazing. Listen up. Uh we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Uh in studio with me, my celebrity lawyer Nick Ndeda. taking your questions and anything and everything but there's <laughs> nothing let me tell you uyo shoe shaina umemlipa 100 shillings eh afa your shoe is black then he puts you whatever he has an answer for that anything <laughs> all right so nick hashtag quick word wakili hashtag legal insider 0701984984 are the numbers to reach us yeah 0701984984 that's exactly what he said take a short break we'll be back because It, It continues. continues.